This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out here with Brady Cannon, a Superbook NFL handicapping champion back in 2011. Off of a 3-0 and week. We've got four picks, and let's get right to it, Brady. Congratulations on the great week last week. Go to the AFC North, a divisional game. Steelers trying to bounce back after getting bounced down in Houston. Baltimore, rare four-point favorite here. Yeah, and I think that tells you something, Jimmy. We typically don't see that at all in this division rivalry in the AFC North. We know history will tell us these games are typically decided by three points or less, but I just could not get past the stats for the Baltimore Ravens this year. When I ran all my numbers, they come out as heavy favorites in this game, and I know the situation heavily favors the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off of a loss as a home underdog, Mike Tomlin in a division game. Everything points towards the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as the situation, but the numbers, I can't deny what my numbers are telling me, and it wasn't even really close. Baltimore came out as a big edge in this game for me, and One thing that I like as well, Jimmy, I think this line is only going to go up. We saw it initially come down from the look-ahead line, which was as high as five, got down to as low as three and a half in favor of the Ravens, now at four. I think it could close four and a half and maybe even get back to five because that Baltimore injury report is starting to see more positivity. You've got Odell Beckham Jr. was limited, Rashad Bateman with a full practice, Ronnie Stanley with a full practice, Marlon Humphreys with a full practice. So all those guys that were not available for Baltimore last week, they were borderline available. Now it looks like they will be available. So I like that situation for Baltimore. Uh, If you just look at some of the numbers, this Pittsburgh offense, we know has been awful this entire season so far. They're 25th in yards per rush attempt on offense. And conversely, on defense, the Ravens are 7th in yards per rush attempt allowed. So if Pittsburgh wants to try and throw the ball, oh, Baltimore, they are number one in the NFL in yards per pass attempt allowed. So I just don't see any way to go for this Pittsburgh offense. This Baltimore defense is very good and they're getting healthier. Um, I know I'm going against a very tough situation that historically has been good for what would be the Pittsburgh Steelers in this case, but uh, my numbers uh, are leading me another direction. I'm going to take the road favorite here with the Ravens. Uh, Pittsburgh quarterback Pickett coming into this one a little banged up as well. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. Well, Sean Payton, he's accomplished a lot in his uh, career, but he was running his mouth uh, 
Uh, it's a little weird back in the summer. Why are you sweating, uh, you know, uh, Hackett uh, coming into Denver? So line is drawn a little bit, and the Jets get a little bit out of uh, Zach Wilson. Two real good quarters. Could have won it or were in position to win it before they fumble near midfield. Denver at home after being gifted a scoop and score by Justin Fields to get them back in that game. Jets a one-and-a-half-point dog at Denver. Yeah, Jimmy, you're right. You do get a little bit of the Nathaniel Hackett revenge game here, if you will. And I'm sure uh, he's obviously very aware of that. And so is uh, Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets. But more than that, my numbers came out uh, with the Jets being favored in this game. I've got the Jets by three, the Jets by three and a half, and then the Broncos by a half point when I run all my different sets of metrics. And, you know, that Jets offense woke up a little bit last week in a game against a very solid Kansas City Chiefs defense, and now they go up against the worst defense in the league. The Baltimore, or excuse me, the Denver Broncos give up 5.6 yards per rushing attempt. Uh, against the run and against the pass they are giving up 8.9 yards per pass attempt that is 31st and 32nd in the NFL and then on the other side New York counters with rushing the ball for 4.7 yards per attempt which is tied for third in the NFL they ought to be able to run the ball down the throat of this Denver defense and Zach Wilson ought to have a lot easier time passing the ball and then finally you have not only the Nathaniel Hackett, you know, Sean Payton uh, debacle, but you have a really good situation here for the New York Jets that historically has been very profitable in the NFL. And that is a one and three team off of a loss going up against a team off of a win. The Jets are that one and three team off of a loss going up against the Broncos who are off of a win. And I think it makes sense here because the Jets at one and three or any team that's at one and three is perceived as really poor going up against a team that just came off of a win who's probably a little bit propped up in the market. So in addition to the stats, uh, the, the better defense here, the awful defense, I think we're also getting a little bit of line value on the New York Jets. I think they win this one outright on Sunday. All right, uh, the Jets plus the one and a half at Denver. Well, Cincinnati, boy, they just cannot rest Joe Burrow, huh? Are they not paying attention? He, it's not healthy. He needs some rest, but they're going to keep rolling him out there. He even admitted, admits, he says, I cannot throw the ball downfield. Yes, we know when everything's congested, it makes for it. And the numbers are even worse. Arizona is catching three at home against Cincinnati. Yeah, All right, I, makes sense of this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jimmy, you talk about Joe Burrow, and uh, here we are in week five, and I think I've gotten past the fact that this is just about Joe Burrow's injury. This team has a lot more problems than just Joe Burrow's health. You, they're 31st in yards per play on offense, 25th in yards per play allowed on defense. They are 25th in third down offense and 21st in third down defense, 26th in DVOA. Not all of that is just because because of Joe Burrow's calf problem. Uh, meanwhile, Arizona has been very good in moving the ball against some very good defenses. Now, the Washington Commanders, we know they have some deficiencies in their secondary, but their pass rush and their front seven's pretty darn good. Arizona was able to move the ball against them. Obviously, they beat a very good Dallas Cowboys defense, and they hung around for a long time and moved the ball against San Francisco uh, in that game in week four. So this Arizona team, they are able to run the ball with James Conner, 
If you look at what they're doing on offense, they are number two in rushing yards per attempt versus the Cincinnati defense that is 30th in rushing yards allowed per attempt. Arizona ought to be able to run all over this Cincinnati defense. In all the numbers that I made in this contest, once again, I came out with Arizona as a favorite. And I think getting a field goal is enough here, Jimmy. And I tell you what, we've even seen the market drop down to two and a half in some spots. I don't know if it'll close at two and a half, but you know, obviously that's a key number coming off of the field goal. But the fact that it's already gotten there, I think tells you something and may end up closing there. I think Arizona is the right side here. And you know, we're kind of waiting for Cincinnati to turn around here and, and get back to where they've been the past couple seasons. But I think it's just one of those years, Jimmy. We saw it out of the Los Angeles Rams recently off of their Super Bowl victory. They went down in the tank a couple years after that. Um, I think it might be that year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Too many things going wrong to just blame this on Joe Burrow's injury. And, and, and no doubt, and maybe their best defensive effort was an inspired effort that everybody saw in a standalone spot on Monday night against the Los Angeles Rams. So, yeah, and uh, Cincinnati, we wondered how the uh, loss of the, uh, both safeties would affect uh, that defense or wherever we see. So, got three right now uh, at Bet Rivers. So, Arizona uh, plus three. Fourth pick this week, and it's the marquee game of the week. A rematch of that divisional game last year out in Santa Clara. Back in Santa Clara, San Francisco at home. Three and a half point favorites here against the Cowboys. Yeah, Jimmy, every set of numbers I ran in this game comes out as Dallas as the favorite. Dallas by two, Dallas by one, and Dallas by one and a half. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say San Francisco isn't the better team. Yes, Dallas can absolutely win this game outright. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. They've got a little bit of that playoff revenge going that you mentioned. Um, but I think three and a half or four points here is just too many. We've seen this line kind of bounce around between three and a half or four. And I've even seen some threes pop in the market. This is the toughest test that San Francisco is yet to face. And the uh, meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys have ripped apart some pretty decent defenses in the New York Jets and the New England Patriots. Um, we've seen this number come down off of that four. And like I say, we've seen the threes pop. Um, it could go back up by the time we get to Sunday night. Because this is a primetime game, we know how the public likes to get involved in a favorite, and they're chasing that game on Sunday night, the, the giddy even or get even deeper game. Um, so I have a feeling this game might float a three for a while here this week, but by the time we get to Sunday night, probably back up to three and a half. So getting the three and a hook, I think is really key here. I, th I just think these teams are a lot more evenly matched than this point spread is telling us right now. So I'll take the dog catching three and a half or four points. And uh, again, Jimmy, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas won outright. And I also wouldn't be surprised if they meet each other in the postseason again and San Francisco takes that one like they usually do. All right, that McCaffrey uh, touchdown streak is still intact as well. They made sure they got rec that record very quickly last week against Arizona. Four straight bets of four Brady this week, coming off of a 3-0 and week. For Brady Cannon, I'm Jimmy Odd. Every, every week here, giving out his best bets in the NFL on Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.